What other circus performers would make a good slasher film? I think the flying trapeze people. Ooh, Death from Above. Exactly. And imagine if they were like spectral, so you didn't even have to actually have the trapeze. So you're just fucking riding. You're, you're in your car, and above you are just ghost trapeze people. Right? And you get out of your car, and one just drops down and fucking, you know, stomps you. That's like a pretty good visual. Yeah. So they're doing their acrobatics. Like, is there two of them? How many are we talking here? As many as needed. Is this like that monkey tree scene in the Indiana Jones? Yeah, form? it could be exactly like that, except better. <laughs> Everything's better than yeah. that scene. So, yeah, I think, you know, trapeze artists, um, death from above, you have to be looking up all the time. Oh, and then you're looking up, fucking bus hits you, Final Destination style. Oh, dang. Because you're busy looking up at the ghost trapeze people. How'd they become ghosts? Uh, brutal, brutal trapeze accident. You can't just ask people, how'd you become a ghost, Mark? Number one, that's offensive. <laughs> Number two. I'm not allowed to ask. <laughs> um, that's what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, they'll tell you when it's time. Uh, you know, circus accident. Kind of like Robin's parents. Yeah. Robin. One of the... Of Batman and Robin. Oh, Batman thing. and Robin. Yeah. One of the things that we've lost in 2018 is the uh, proliferation of circus accidents. That was an excuse people could use in the past. 1880, you could have said, eh, it was a brutal circus accident. People have been like, oh, that fucking sucks. Now they'd be like, the circus, what's that? Yeah, I think the just the existence of the circus in general is in jeopardy at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think the Barnum people, gone. It's because they're mean to elephants. You can't be mean to elephants. That's true. You shouldn't be mean to any animal. That's true. No, agreed. Uh, I'm with you there. We're pro-animal on this show. Yeah, yeah. PETA, do not protest us. That actually leads into mine, so I'll go next. Okay. Um, My movie's called The Ringmaster, Uh, and it's about uh, a circus that's struggling to make ends meet. They go into a rural Utah town. Okay. Um, They're being picketed by animal activists. Oh, shit. Uh, The Ringmaster cannot afford to not have the crowd come in and come enjoy his circus. So 72 hours before they're set to open, he invites all the protesters to come in and check out the circus, see what the acts are up to, mm. go see what the animals are doing. And, you know, they'll bring out the show tiger, you know, the one that's... The w- trained. The well-natured. It's getting like a back rub. It's eating a turkey leg or, you know, Do whatever. eat turkey legs? Whatever, okay. whatever tigers eat. Sure. Frosted flakes. I'm with you so far. Um, Definitely. So they kind of break up and then they each go their separate way. And one by one, they're all picked off. Of course. And that way we can keep the circus going. But that's as far as I've gotten. So I need you guys to help me finish this out. Oh, there's no ending. It's just like uh, everyone dies and the circus goes on. It's a horror film. Yeah, you don't need an ending. Just fucking immediately be like, oh, we didn't put an ending. Roll credits. What just happened to you is what happens to 97% of horror movies. (laughs) All right, well, we got to the third act and I'm out. And they're like, fuck it, we'll just improv it. (laughs) Wrap it up. And then at the end of the film, the tiger is the ringmaster. Oh, that's like a Twilight Zone episode. I don't know. I think that's a bit of a stretch. In a circus full of people in cages. That's it. Then Rod Sterling comes out and says... wrap that up some shit that he would say submitted for your approval that's it Kara what do you got (laughs) the twilight zone (laughs) evidently a life because uh, damn you guys you put a lot of thought into these Um, I would just call mine training day and it's the guy who trains the animals and he trains the animals to act and be amazing circus animals but behind the scenes they go out and kill people Okay. There was already I think a training. Denzel Washington's yeah. going to have a problem with your. I title. feel like Denzel Washington's going to be the guy who trains the animals oh. to kill. Training Day Part Two. Ooh. He did not get killed in the hood. Spoiler for Training Day. Um, King Kong did not have shit on him. He got out and be, had to go find a secret life. Hey, as John, an have you ever trainer. seen Training Day? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> I can love the rest of the plot real quick. <laughs> Denzel Washington starring in Training Day yeah. Two. Witness protection. A time to train. <laughs> That's it. He somehow got out <laughs> of that situation. Train. 
Yeah, that's mine. I yeah. just want the animals no, to fucking. I know finally, what you're thinking. I want the animals to finally get revenge on the people in the horror movies. I know what you're thinking. That was a body double. Oh, easy to write this shit out. Come on, <laughs> body double, FBI setup. Wasn't that's even it. a real person. It was a mannequin with squibs. Yep, it was Dr. Dre who set it up. Boom. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark, again, joined by John and Garrett. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing oh, all right. Oh, at the same time. There was, that's I it. I liked it. We're in sync now. Good, good. What have y'all been up to? It's part of our process to shorten this for you listeners. We're both just going to talk at once from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Left audio is Garrett, right audio is John. Um, What have I been up to? Well, by the time this releases, y'all could go to YouTube and check out my top three creepiest Twilight Zone episodes. Um, and I also watched a... Out of how many? The whole series? Out or? of 156, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. It was very hard to do. You watched them all? Yeah. In what length of time we're talking? Uh, it's been a while. I've been actually okay. watching these for like a couple months. Okay. Um, and like my original list had, I don't know, like 25 or 30 episodes. Then I started to whittle it down because I assume uh, y'all don't want to watch a two-hour video of me gushing over the Twilight Zone. So I whittled that down to a top three for me personally. Um, but with such a, an amount of episodes, I'm sure y'all have different ones. Um, so as they say in the YouTube verse, let me know in the comments below. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. <laughs> All the shit I say at the end of the videos. Subscribe and ring the bell. That's it. Those are the keys. Um, and then I watched Rubber, which is about a killer tire. Mm-hmm. I started that one, but didn't finish it. I fell asleep. Not, not a fault of the movie. I was just tired. The most bizarre movie I've ever seen, I think. That's probably oversell, but it's a really bizarre movie, and I don't know what to make of it yet, so I'm still processing Rubber. Hmm. You finished it? Yeah. Would you recommend it? Yes, but I, it's so weird, y'all. It's like a movie that's... The, there's also like a meta movie going on, maybe. I feel like you have to watch it twice. Like I think I need to watch it again. Because there's an audience. It's so weird. There's an audience in the yeah. movie? So you so the movie opens in a desert with like a whole town of people. And they're talking about the rules for this tire. And I think they all have to die for the movie to end. So the police poison them. It's so... It's, so weird. And this tire is for real, and it makes things explode with its mind. And then in the end, it becomes a tricycle. I guess that's what tires get promoted to. All right. Is it like a truck tire, or is it like a bike tire? It's like a car tire. So how does it become a tricycle? Well, it gets blown up, but I guess it also somehow becomes a tricycle. Oh, I don't know. like Child's Play 2. Yeah. Dude, it's the... It's a tire that can Child's morph. Play 3. Child's Play 3. It can't morph. It can just sort of shake. And it likes to kill animals, so Garrett, you would hate this movie. Oh, fuck this movie then. Yeah, it kills like a bunny. It just blows it right the fuck up. Oh. Um, it's such a bizarre yet entertaining movie, and it's short. It's only like 90 minutes, so. Well, speaking of things we watched, um, I'm going to throw this back to our Monster Squad episode where we had our guest Leroy on, and he built himself a Monster Squad. Word. One of those monsters on his team was Dr. Alien. Now, I bought a a Puppet Master 3 poster, and it came with a free copy of Dr. Alien, so I watched it. I don't know how good Dr. Alien's going to do you on a team. She seemed, <laughs> uh, she seemed more interested in injecting predator blood chemical into a boy and making him horny and then fucking him. But, but, hear me I out. I feel like Leroy may have made a team for himself as opposed <laughs> to surviving the Monster Squad. What if she fucks the person you're trying to kill to death? 
Well, I guess she well, she did have a laser gun at the end, but Boom. she wasn't like really shooting widow. anybody. She was more <laughs> just kind of blowing up a bar. Um, so the kid gets injected with this predator blood chemical. It's like if I had a knife and all I did was sit and eat cupcakes. It doesn't do you any good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're sent to Earth because they can't populate their planet anymore, and they're trying to find a suitable race that can repopulate them, and they pick this dork in, in college. What is it with the 80s and dorks? I don't know. It was a it was, it was a, a golden thing. era. <laughs> so he every he grows like a snorkel out of the top of his head, and anytime it points at a girl, she immediately strips her clothes and wants to fuck him. Was this a porn? Mm. It might as okay. well be at I this mean, point. It was like a side. It felt like a Cinemax it, type. Okay, movie, borderline there. I gotcha. But yeah, uh, everything kind of falls apart at the end where the kid decides he doesn't want to have the snorkel on his head anymore, and he destroys the last bit of predator blood by accident. I keep calling it Predator yeah. Blood. It's just a glowing chemical. I was about to ask. Is this like yeah. legit Predator Blood? No. Like, did he but you've seen that? Predator. You know it's glowy blood. Okay. That's what it looks like. And then for whatever reason, Dr. Alien's lab assistant gets his libido back and they have a dozen babies oh, in shit. Las Vegas. Got his swagger back. Yeah. That's that film. It's okay. It's not bad. All right. But I don't think it's going to make... She's going to make a good teammate on your Monster no. Squad. You know who you could swap, swap it with? The fucking tire. There you go. Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> Leroy, tell us in the comments. What is your Dr. Alien going to do? Garrett, you got anything? What, news-wise? Yeah. Eh, not really. Seems like you guys are watching all the the interesting, well-put-together stuff out there, so I feel like you got it covered. And on my end, I'm just going to sit here and look pretty and set the vibe. Okay. I don't know if my movie was interested or well-put-together, but <laughs> nah, it was well-put-together. Oh, <laughs> was the sarcasm not blatant enough on that comment? Okay, let me try that again. Since you guys okay. are watching... <laughs> Dr. Alien is put together. <laughs> is she? Uh, her, she her, her 80s uh, human form, attractive. Oh, you would say that. that. Okay, <laughs> you call it... A- all right. Mark's like, I wanked to it six times. I got to say something nice about it. <laughs> Were you watching me? Oh, that's six times in two hours. Actually, it's probably 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, lastly, I just wanted to touch on the Funko cereal that we tried. The Elvira one is now available at Hot Topic. It's black. I don't know what flavor it is. I'm going to guess Garbage. its flavor is nothing. <laughs> probably tastes like all the other ones, right? Yep. It's just a different colored dye. Anyway, thought I'd bring that up. Well, let's get into it. Today, we're talking about Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. This is directed by Stephen Kyoto, written by Charles, Stephen, and Edward Kyoto. Rotten Tomatoes critics have it at a 72% out of 20 reviews, audiences at 59% out of 43,083. I feel like the audience is more accurate of this film. No, get it together, audiences. Step your fucking game up. No, that's 59% is a fair review for this film. This movie is not an F. This movie is like a D D minus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you understand, that's like literally a hash mark away from F, though. You know that, right? (laughs) I'm going to say this is a solid C+. Give me a 65% here. God. Uh, this was made on a budget of just a little under $2 million in I films. I six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you saw the clown no, work. Give it some no, The bread. visuals were impressive. Um, it was filmed in 36 days. Wow. Um, is this, that a lot or a little? That's a little. Okay. That's a very short time frame. Well, it's a month and a few days. They pull you, oh, is that how long it is? That is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to put it in month perspective for you. <laughs> Can I get it in hours? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that conversion just yet. Um, this one stars Grant Kramer as Mike Tobacco, Susan Snyder. I'm sorry, did you say Mike Tobacco? <laughs> I sure did. And you're yeah. going to hear me only call him Mike Tobacco from here on out okay. because that's a good name. It is. Too bad Joe Camel was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> 
Suzanne Snyder as Debbie Stone. John Allen Nelson as Dave Hansen. John Vernon as Officer Mooney. Royal Dano as Farmer Gene Green. Michael Siegel as Rich Terenzi. And Peter Licasi as Paul Terenzi. And then beer as a white generic can. Okay. Wait, did the beer actually get a, a credit? No, are you just joking? I, I gave it that because of the the film opens up with no, my, no. I my have a note. I have a note the about with the a can of beer. I love <laughs> beer. Well, here's what the back of the VHS box has to say about this one: clowns, deal with it. <laughs> there's going to be so much C alliteration, I bet. Or K's because it's all spelled oh, K's. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. Finally, the truth about clowns is out. Beneath their smirky, sinister grins and wildly patterned clothes are clever killers from out of this world. Killer Clowns from Outer Space strips away their painted faces, unmasking horrifying monsters with the ultimate human death plan. The juxtaposition of their toy store arsenal and malevolent intent proves to be a tasty combination that will leave you fearing the big top creatures for good. A spaceship looking like a circus tent lands in a field near a small town, signaling the attack of deviant, red-nosed, balloon-twisting psychos from another world who plan to annihilate mankind by turning people into cotton candy. Luckily, the town's teen citizenry decide to fight back and teach the cosmic bozos a lesson. But these clowns are no klutzes, turning popcorn, peanuts, and caramel corn into playful but deadly weapons of madcap destruction and mayhem. Holy shit, was he paid by the word? <laughs> I tuned out about halfway through that. How did that all fit in the back of a VHS box? <laughs> Six point font. <Yeah. laughs> this box also has some fun facts on it, so oh. I'm going to read those to you now. If I can, it's very small print. Well, they had to shrink it to fit yeah. that huge description. Fun facts. Paying homage to Hitchcock, the director mimicked the infamous bloody shower drain in Psycho with a toilet bowl swirl. Oh, is that who he was paying homage to? The $2 million budget went primarily for two production costs. The clowns and visual effects were created almost entirely by the filmmaker at very little cost. Wow, you couldn't tell. The filmmakers convinced the studio to make this movie based on a one-page story with a poster of a clown holding a cocoon gun. And then they turned it into a two-page script. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what is your guys' deal? Why are we hating on this movie so much? I actually really like this movie, but boy... Is it? Uh, is there a lot going on in there? Well, what's going on is we have the film The Blob, but it's clowns. Yeah. You know, I'm going to hearken forward or backwards to a uh, recent movie we did, Slaughter High. I believe that maybe these two movies take place in the same town because that would explain the lack of cr- crime uh, or police in Slaughter High, right? You can do these ridiculous pranks and uh, and no police presence because there's only two of them and one of them hates being a cop. I think, <laughs> I think in the 80s, high schools just existed in their own bubble yeah, that, that was not it. subject to the laws of man. Fair enough. It's Thunderdome. <laughs> look, look at Pretty in Pink. Look at, yeah. you know, all those movies. I mean, there's just stuff happening that should not Every be Every high school in America was just... Mad Max. Yep, there's only two cops on... It's like the weekend crew. It's the skeleton crew. <laughs> but I had a hard time understanding how big this city was. It was confusing. So, there, it's a college town, which means it's big enough to have a university. Right. There's like two cops. That's it. Wait, I have a... Co- okay, oh my God, there's so much to talk about. They have a make-out <laughs> point. Yeah, they have a make-out point. They have a school. They have a they have an amusement park. theater. They yeah. have a full-size amusement park. It looked like Coney Island. Yeah, they had an amusement park. I mean, this town is amazing, to be honest. I'd it's a great there. town. Yeah, except for the fact that it's two cops, and one of them, like I said, hates being a cop. 
His name's Officer Mooney, and he's my favorite character in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was amazingly bad. <laughs> Honestly, you know what's sad, though? His character was like the shittiest character, but he was the best actor in this entire film. Okay, let me get this straight. You say there are clowns, and you've seen him. Okay, Dave, that's it. Screw you and your college flunkies. I've had enough of this from you and from everyone else. I know what you guys are trying to do. Break me down. Drive me out of the force. Well, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than a lame prank like this to get Curtis Mooney to throw in his badge. So fuck you. Over. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And, well, I love his ability to be like, hmm, I guess everyone, the whole town's in on this prank. Well, time to get drunk. So the movie opens up in space with like a star field type thing. And I kept like, I thought my phone was going off or something like that. Because I gave him this like, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I couldn't figure out. I, I did not know it was the clowns, like, alien language all faintly playing. And I was like, oh, no, this is not going to go well for me. <laughs> but it actually turned out pretty good. And the movie kicks off with maybe one of the best theme songs we've had. Oh, it is a no, great the no, no, no. Oh, yes. Oh, we're going to Oh yes, that we're song gonna is agree fantastic. to disagree on this one. I'm going to mark on this one. I love that song. Because the thing is, you told me that the Dickies did a song, and I was like, cool. I kept waiting the entire movie to hear it. It's I was the like, first thing you hear. Where what is are you this talking song? about? Where's this great song that Mark keeps talking about? So like it can't be this thing that I'm listening to right now. The only thing it is, and it's good, and you should listen to it again because you're the, wrong. In the morning, like when I woke up after watching this movie, really the only thing I remembered is I like that song. Oh wow, I I did not enjoy the song, and you know me, I love a good song that talks about what's going on in the film this one at the beginning it. or the end. And don't get me wrong, it fit the tone of the film. But I was waiting for the better song that you kept describing. I was like, where's this song at that the Dickies did? Maybe you just don't like that circus song because mm-hmm. it's a play on that. Maybe. I didn't know who the Dickies were. Mark taught me now, though. So, fun fact there, guys. We can yeah. put it on the back of the box. Internet, tell Garrett how wrong he is in the comments. Anyway. Internet, back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the guys who direct this film, the Kyoto Brothers, um, they also did all the special effects, and they're a group of siblings that have um, long history with claymation, stop motion, animatronics. Other things they've done, they've done the Critters films. They did Ernest Scared Stupid. They did work on Team America World Police. And they hmm. did Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes, they did. Um, I think they're really good at their craft. I, I think would agree. The, the look of these clowns is what makes the movie so good. Yes, I'm and all gonna, their props. I'm not going to give them set design because the set design bothered me so much how basically terrible it was. But the the effects, the outfits, the makeup, the masks fucking phenomenal like when they do close-ups on the clowns like there was times the clowns would stop and look at the camera like and i was like i'm not a big fan of breaking the fourth wall but the mask looks so good i was like oh that's awesome like i didn't mind it, it was, man it just like it looks so good now was that was that all practical i mean that was all practical of course but mm-hmm. like is it like anim- animatronics inside that or was that actually like by hand in the mask do we know they were cables Okay, there was cables with yeah. the animatronic like pressure. So, um, okay, yeah. Whenever they were walking around, it was like the radio controlled effects, and any time that the scene was on close up on their face, it was a more detailed mask that they could do gotcha. more manipulation gotcha. with the wires. Okay. Man, it, well done, well done, gentlemen. That is impressive. And I'll say yes that some of the sets did look basic, but I mean, on a budget of two million bucks, I think they made the best of it. Oh no, they made the best of it. Again, I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not knocking on, but it was just one of those things. Like to see the detail that went into the the foreground, and then to see like 
Put two boxes over there. Spray paint them pink and purple. We got it, boys. Put some smoke in this bitch. It was just like, anything? Could you add it? Like, you know, I, again, there were there were certain sets that I was like, cool. And there were certain sets that I was like, wow, this is just so basic. It's taking me out of... It felt like a, like a one-act playoff Broadway. Hmm. But... Right, I, I can see pick that. Pick up on that, but... Again, it's, just a, it's a preference it. thing. Well, the song plays for a while, and it shows Mike Tobacco buying beer. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So we, we get a, t- a little slice of life in yeah. the town on a Friday night. Yeah. You you see the officer Mooney walk by, and he's like, you son of a bitch, kid drinking yeah, beer. Yeah, it's like a wild town. Like They need way more than two cops. Oh, yeah. They it's are, a college town. They are understaffed. Some shit is going down. <laughs> Somebody needs to talk to the mayor. Yeah. Needs more is there even a mayor? Officers here. That's Probably true. Not. At no point do they refer to any kind of civil government. Maybe that old man in the woods is the mayor. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. His name was uh, Farmer Gene Green, I think. I respect that his desire to get into that fucking circus was so intense. He was like, I need to figure out how to get in this tent. Well, I'll be greased and fried. What in blue blazes the circus doing up in these parts? Yeah, I love the circus. Come on, maybe we can get us some free passes. So as Gareth said, we we see the the meteor uh, meteorite or meteor crash land. It, it looks like a, a meteor comet type thing. Yeah, it flies over Makeout Point, and then our two main characters, while they're making out, see it, and then they think it's a good idea to go investigate what it is. Maybe go find it. At the same time, we've got an old farmer who lives at the edge of town, I guess. And man, is he a cliche of every old redneck farmer. He reminded me of the blob, like the the farmer in the blob that first finds yeah. it. Like it, 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 this movie had a lot of, and I'm not going to knock it for this because I think a lot of it was on purpose, um, a lot of homage to some of the early horror. Um, as cheesy as it was, I think they were doing that on purpose. Like the farmer scene where he goes to like look for it and then finds the circus tent. That felt like the blob straight up. And like you were saying, he's like so intent on getting he in this circus in. tent. Oh, he's stoked. He's like, it's a fuck. He's so excited it's a circus. Yeah, I really like that guy. I feel like I'd be friends with him in real life. <laughs> yeah, cool dog <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, I know. Oh, that poor dog. Unfortunately, the dog gets it almost immediately. Yes, but I will give the movie the credit for this. They didn't show us the dog getting it, which I appreciate. A clown just had an like a, a dog catcher net <laughs> and, and the just kind of nets it. Acme dog catcher <laughs> yes. net. Right. Now... Is that how they learned about dogs? Because in a few minutes, you see a fucking like balloon dog chase the characters. That shit was hilarious. It made me, I, I legitimately okay. laughed about that. You let me know when we're ready to talk about the um, the overall concept and backstory of these clowns, because I have so many questions. Well, I just want to say that, that, yes, this movie's premise is absurd. Yes. But I think it leans so heavy into the absurdity. That's what makes it fun. I, I was willing to accept the craziness of it, absolutely. But I did have so many questions of like, did they base being clowns off seeing clowns on our planet? Are clowns on our planet based off seeing these alien clowns from years ago? Ancient aliens. I get um, it. <laughs> see, exactly. I asked that question. I was like, I was like, wait, did we get clowns based off like these gods yeah. from the sky? Someone's like, we'll dress like them to worship them. Is yeah. that how we have clowns? These guys built the pyramids, which were secretly a clown college. And that was the foundation. It's the, it's the original circus tent. Yes, of all. <laughs> there you go. That's the foundation of all clownology. I think you guys are asking questions that have never been asked in this <laughs> film before. Uh, but I like it. I like where you're going then, with it. But when John said, you know, did they learn about dogs and make the balloon dog based off what they just got from the dog that they picked up? Like, do they have a history of Earth? Because they came to us. They seem to understand our culture and the way we do things. I mean, he took one look at the like dancing gorilla and was like, I got this. 
Like I should, you know, it's like they maybe, seem to have a, a good understanding of our planet. Maybe. Do you think they've been coming here for years and harvesting humans? Maybe they've been broadcasting the Bozo show out into space uh, for 30 years. And they've adapted their lifestyle based off this radio broadcast. Yeah. Or these guys are rejects from their own planet and they're like... It's like Footloose. Do you think this is what happens to Juggalos when they get kicked off the planet <laughs> yeah. they originally... <laughs> no, it's like Footloose, right? They're like, there'll be no clowns on this planet. Nobody's allowed to clown here. <laughs> and, and they leave. Killer right? Clowns is an interstellar <laughs> Footloose story. How did we not see it before? Uh, fellas, I don't think the movie's interested in answering any of your questions. <laughs> okay. There's well, only one part of the film where they even start to touch on this. It's when they're at the end of the film wandering through the fun house and they're like, what are they doing here? I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe they're just on their way and stop for a bite to eat. Turns out that's exactly what they're doing. Is yeah. that really what it is? Yeah. Okay. So we're a pit stop. Right, because yeah. they're fleeing their clownless planet. <laughs> Killer Clowns 2, the clownless I planet. Feel like, I feel like this movie needs to be remade, a sequel needs to be remade now, and they actually run into the ICP. And there's a oh, whole like no. lifestyle of acceptable yeah. clowns, and that's the crossover that's been waiting to happen. At, not a fan of ICP, but I feel like this is perfect for both yeah. fans of Killer Clowns and Juggalos. It'd be like when Jason saw the hockey mask in uh, uh, Friday the 13th Part 8, and he was like, oh shit, that's me. It, it's great. I love this idea. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> I have a feeling it's not going to look so well on screen. And ICP could do a song about what happened in the film. They we could, could remake the, the Dickies song. The Dickies Boom. are still around. They could just do another tune. <laughs> the Dickies are flaccid by this point. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so... Our, uh, our two leads, they actually find the circus tent, and then this is after the poor farmer When we gets say it. two leads, we're talking about Mike Tobacco Debbie. and Debbie. Mike Tobacco and Debbie, yes. Who, I, I could not, I, the moment they started talking, I was like, oh, God, tell me they get better. They don't. They don't. It is, it is a rough, like, listening to them talk, it's like, oh, wow, look, a star. I would like to go see that. You're like, oh, God, this is so amazingly bad. They're not great. No, they're not great. But which kind of added to the charm of the film, though, because if they had been good actors pitted against like this absurd like story, yeah. Yeah, I would I not have accepted either one of them. I would I would have rejected one of the two. And I'm glad that everything across the board was like cheesy, or else I would have been like, "What are they doing?" Yeah, how many actors and actresses probably passed on the killer <laughs> clown script? You know, I would love to see that list. Yeah, <laughs> up top is Stallone. <laughs> he ain't gonna be in this. <laughs> then he just mumble his way through the cotton candy scenes. There's a John. You mentioned a line. They say as soon as they enter into the I know, I, uh, the top, I forgot it. It's something along the lines of they they go into the fun, they go into the spaceship, and they go into an elevator. Mike is convinced that it's not otherworldly, but Debbie's already like yeah. something's not right here. He's, He's like, like this it's ain't... a missile solo. It's um, this is no fun house, no circus either. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn. All right. Thank you for driving that point home. Let's 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 go ahead and get this out of the way. Yeah. Debbie and Mike are not smart. Well, I don't think no. it's I mean, their acting isn't great, but the dialogue on the script also terrible. If this were a silent movie, yes. it might actually be better. <laughs> oh, <man>. Wow. <laughs> That's a deep cut on Mike Tobacco. It cuts, it cuts to a text screen. It's like, look out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's but they do. They wander into the killer clowns is uh, cotton candy yeah. room. They get in. No problem, by the way. I think that other guy. Was they were just on smoke on, break. Yeah, he, was on, he was like on the back or something. I don't know. He could figure out how to get in. But yeah, they were busy mapping out their plan in the, yeah. in the, the ship's. And we only see quarters. like maybe like 
for the first half of the movie, maybe like five clowns total. And then at the end, there's like 70 of them or something like that. I was like, yeah. what the hell? It's like a clown car, man. They really shove them in there. There actually is a clown car scene. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, if you try to pick this movie apart, you're no, no, could. I'm not. I'm again. I enjoyed this movie for what it was. I deeply a, a like cheesy it, yeah. horror. Movie. Highly recommended. Spoiler for the end of the podcast. Yeah, yes. no, I I own it, so that should tell you. What I just I think, I just think that I was because I watched this movie on HBO when my grandparents had HBO back when I, I want to say I was like maybe 13, maybe somewhere around there. I had not seen it since, so this is the first oh, wow. time I've gone back and watched it since then. And so, like watching it, I was like, I remembered some of these scenes fondly. But then I had just totally blinked on how bad the acting was. And it was just like, oh, wow. Like, in <laughs> hindsight, it was like, I must have been really accepting of a lot of shit films. I mean, I love Biodome, so yeah, maybe that's true. <laughs> but, you know. It's not Jerry Duty. But. It, I enjoyed this movie. It was, it, was a fun, it was a fun movie, and you have to accept the bad to make it good. And I did that, no problem. I just have a lot of questions about, like, why certain things happen, because I don't understand the motivations of anything. Well, like, what were they doing in the drugstore? When they go to the drugstore and the clowns are just knocking shit off the shelf, I think they were exploring humanity's reaction to them. Let's be let's be honest here. This is this is a schlock film. Now it's I think the meter of schlock is going into the good bad territory, not the bad bad territory. Right. So you got to be willing to give a little more than you would say. You know Schindler's List or something like that. Like wow, the, that's a jump. <laughs> yeah, I think you, <laughs> Schindler did not put people in cotton candy cocoons. This is, that's quite the, the gap there. Yeah, you know it's 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 no Citizen Kane, but uh. my point is is this movie's uh, premise and how it leans into the clown ideas is more important. The clown than ideology. It, yeah, that's more important than the actual uh, logic. Yes. Of the script and of the plot. You I know will, what I mean? I will agree with you, except for the fact that I kept stopping myself while watching this movie going, why are you doing this? Because I can understand if like they were tearing up the drugstore as but an they're, example they're to find something because they needed like hydrochloric acid or something like that. I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. They need like to buy Sudafed to make meth, something. But it was one of those things where I was just like, what are you? You guys are just right. knocking shit off we shelves. We can't understand their motivations because they're aliens. They're doing alien shit. Yeah, let's let's push us a little bit further along in the plot here. So they find the cotton candy room. Mike's like, "Oh, this is must be where they make cotton candy." Fu- I, she's and she's like, like, "No, you idiot." <laughs> she, she she holds herself back from saying, "No, you dummy." But yes, and they peel He's so away stupid. Yeah, and they peel away a part of the cotton candy, and they see a bloody face, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Is it not the farmer? It, 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 it yes. Was, I don't know if it was or not. It was indistinguishable, but Um, there were so many cotton candy body bags there that I didn't know who was who. It had already killed hundreds of people somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So they immediately flee, and it's like, okay, we can go tell the cops. Right. So The two cops. uh, One of which, spoiler, uh, had dated Debbie before and isn't over her. Oh, he is like Which, creepily psycho, like com- about her. He's like his name's Dave. Dave, Dave, All right. D- Dave, um, who's an infinitely better actor than Michael Tobacco. True, Dave yes. though com- is not a professional and lets his judgment be highly clouded by his like unrequited love for Debbie. So yeah, so Mike and Mike and Debbie are going back to tell the cops what happens. We smash cut back to the police station where 
Officer Mooney, the old man who is amazing in this film. He's such a cliche of everything. Like, yeah, he like arrested a couple of punk rock kids like out on the like, street. He looked like Grandpa Munster yes. as a, like a teenage punk rocker. You're in Mooney's <laughs> yeah. jail now. He's all like, I hate these fucking punks. Get in there. Blah, blah, You're going to rewrite the rules, Dave. And then Dave's We're like, going to book them. You got to calm down, dude. And he's all like, I know you're out for my job. Dude, Mooney jumps to the, the craziest conspiracy theory about how everyone's out to get him kicked <laughs> off the force yeah. immediately. It leaves me to believe that there's been some shit between Dave and Mooney <laughs> yeah, for so, quite some, some time. There's been some shit between a lot of these people well, in this town. He's like, oh, I know what your academy bullshit. And it's like, Mooney, did you not go to the police academy? Is that what you're telling me right He just here? got grandfathered yeah. in somehow before <laughs> there was a police force and he felt it. Because <laughs> he's really against like the fact that this guy had some book learning. He's, he's like, did. I've got a gun. They're like, you're in. <laughs> he just walked in and like pinned himself a star <laughs> on his chest. He's like, I'm the sheriff now. A new sheriff in town. It's Mooney. <laughs> Mooney's jail. <laughs> That's it. Oh yeah. So uh, Mooney's jail. <laughs> but I like um, Mike Tobacco and uh, Debbie wander in to tell Dave what's going on, and Mooney overhears what their story is, and he <laughs> Can't says, help "Himself, man." There's some really good lines in this film. This is one who goes, "Killer clowns from outer space." Holy shit. Now, this movie has something that I, I noticed multiple times in it. When Mike and Debbie are coming to the police station, they're supposed to be speeding there as fast as they can, and they pull up to the, the police station, and it's supposed to look like they're going so fast they can't slow down in time, and they run into the back of the cop car. Yeah. But the thing is, is they're going like maybe three miles an hour. So like the camera rolls, and it looks like they kind of like push the gas pedal and then immediately breaks. It looks like they like stopped and then bumped the cop car on purpose. <laughs> that happens so many times in the movie where they try to do a cut or it was supposed to be like, they're going really fast, but like you can tell they were for safety reasons, they were going slow. They needed to leave, leave uh, lose a few frames. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Mooney theory. What if he's not actually a cop and they just let him hang out at the police station? <laughs> Might as well be like, we've got one cop. His name is Dave. What about him over there? He's always yeah. here. Mooney, you want to be a cop? Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, you know, he just dresses up and comes here. We've asked him to stop, but he really likes to pretend he's a cop. Maybe Mooney is the mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he wears mayor many Mooney. hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, Dave is going to go investigate the quote unquote circus tent. Investigate um, is a strong word for he's going to drive up there and hit on Debbie the whole time. <laughs> well, he makes her go home, right? Yeah, so yeah. they go dump her at home and him and Mike Tobacco go back to the circus tent and it's gone. It's just a hole. Oh, right, right. He hits on her on the way to the police Because Mike is in the backseat of the cop car while Dave is like sitting next to Debbie, taking her back to her house. Like, yeah. I'm going to take you home. That way you're safe. And he's like. So how come you left me? Didn't you love me? Yeah. She's like, you're way more into this than I was. And he's like, you're damn right. I never got over you. And Mike's face behind them is just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> he's just shocked. And then Mike's like, yo, he's going to take me up to the mountain and kill me. And you know what? I understand that because Dave was acting really fucking weird. And oh, Dave was straight up off his rocker at that point. Like, that's the kind of guy who would hide a body. But like, now no one can yeah. have her. The clown's There's, got him. I don't know. There was a sultry love triangle that was dropped mid-movie. It was not a triangle. I don't I think Debbie loved, was it Mike? Yeah. And Are we not, delving into the love? The love did not give story? a shit about Dave. It's interesting. At the end of the film, Dave was actually killed off. But in screening, screen testings, the audiences wanted a happier ending, so they made him live. Who the fuck? It's like, <laughs> bro, bring Dave back. Why are you killing Dave? I, I, what well, a he, was, he was the one attractive guy in this movie, if you want I to argue so. there's an attractive guy in Maybe. this movie. So this is whenever we finally get to the point of the clowns are starting to come out into the city and wreak havoc. 
Correct, because when Debbie and Mike run away from the clowns the first time, the clowns follow them, and that's when we get the dog balloon. Right, it's a that balloon. balloon. It's a balloon so animal cool. that they create as a, like a bloodhound, and they're chasing Mike and Debbie through the forest, and they spray them with a popcorn gun. Yes, which I was pretty about cool. That they shoot little popcorn that sticks to their clothes, which you know no one thinks anything about. And they're like, "Why are they doing that?" And it's like, "It's a clown." That's their excuse. And right. I was like, "Okay, that's fair." So Debbie goes home. She's got she's covered in popcorn, and that popcorn actually grows into. This is another situation where it's like, "Are you really going to take a bath at this particular junction of your life?" But she's like, "You know what? I need a shower." If I like felt like you guys were going to go investigate something, and I was at home doing nothing, I would refresh. I would I would quickly take a shower and be I like, I feel Yo. like I'd be a little panicked. I'd be like, but you're covered in popcorn. You maybe a change of clothes. But do I want to okay. be defenseless with these clowns? I mean, in my mind, clowns are out there doing some crazy clown shit. Do I want to be wet, naked in an enclosed space during that particular moment? Some that's, people feel comfortable in their home, though. That's fair. Yeah, but I mean, I love my house, but not when there's clowns ravaging about. <laughs> not when it's you make a valid point. You, know, you make. I'm just saying, I I can see her her mental state on that fair one. enough all right so to the, be fair though after they leave she didn't really care what happened to mike she's kind of like he's gonna kill me and she's like no he's not you'll be fine you're yeah. just like wow she maybe doesn't have object permanency because once they left she was like time to resume my normal life yeah well at this point the movie just becomes a series of like clowns vignettes. attacking yeah. people um just kind of strung together this is, this is one of those situations in a movie where they had a bunch of things listed, like, wouldn't it be cool if blank happened and they had to find a way to write them all in? I think it works. It was just a vignette of it them. Did. It did. It worked. I mean, running wild. Montage of clown kills. It was definitely a montage of yeah. clown kills. They which, needed a better montage song, though. <laughs> I liked that. I liked that song a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't mind it so much. Um, so let's let's name off some of the cool points of these uh, these. Vignettes. Um, I really enjoyed the one where the woman answers. Vignette. Yeah, that's what they are. We're classing it up here on the Grave Talk. (laughs) The one where the woman opens the door in the negligee, and it's the clown with all the stack of pizzas. Oh, she was so sarcastic. She's like, oh, pizza. I was like, yo, that's free pizza, girl. And then somehow a clown pops out of the boxes and turns her cocoon. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. That was a good one. The uppercut classic. Right, the biker bar. Yeah, what are you going to do? Knock my head off or whatever That he was says? the most inclusive biker gang I've ever seen. It looked like there was like middle-aged dads. Yeah. There was like, you know, like... I love that dude's races. acting, though. That dude's like making fun of the clown voice was fun. Like, yeah. He's like, what are you going to do? Knock my block off? That's what he says. And then he gets his head knocked off. The clown One jumps punch. out of frame, jumps back into frame with boxing gloves, knocks the dude's head off. The way that body fell was glorious. Like we paused it and rewound it. Did it just like crumple backwards? It falls back in on itself. Like it folds itself like a shirt. (laughs) It (laughs) was so wonderful. I was like, that is amazing. Yeah, that, that, that's the scene that I probably quoted the most as a kid, and I think anybody who watched this movie in the 80s probably did, too. I remember the hand puppets, the, the shadow puppets a lot. The shadow puppets. I'm going to say that the shadow puppet oh, yeah. part is the where it takes it a little too far. Well, there's a lot of slapstick that I thought they needed to pull back a little bit in this, but yes. Yeah, because I like the shadow puppets. I did, too. I did not like Dave and uh, fucking other guys' reaction to it, which is crash their car immediately. <laughs> well, they were going to try to smash the, the clown against the wall. Yeah, that was Mike Tobacco trying to run the yeah. clown over. Poor decision making. Well, to, to be fair, Mike jammed his foot on a gas pedal of a car he did not have control of. True. Terrible idea. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. But, but it's another one where the car is supposed to be going like super fast yeah. to smash the clown and like 
it stops like right before it hits the wall and like tap. Yeah. Like you can tell they didn't want to hurt anybody. So this car like, rammed into the wall. And then when we see it later, it's totally fine. There was really no repercussion. Well, that was the same the car, car that got hit by Mike and Debbie when True. they pulled up and there was no damage. Yeah. This is a great cop car. Well, that's why they only need two cops because they got one great <laughs> car. You've got one tank with lights on it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a... The clown is on the street corner. There's people waiting for the bus, and he starts making shadow puppets. Starts out with a bunny. I'm like, all right, bunny's all right. Yeah. Then he makes what is it? The crossing of the Delaware. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> I think he does yeah. like a like a dancing lady. Then a t. Then the T Rexes. But you know, and these people are like eating it up. They're like, wow, this is amazing. And no point. Dude, the, like, the two old people are yeah. like like shaking their hips like with the dancing lady. Yeah. I was like, oh, these two old people are into this. Yeah, they're. Uh, and, and then they're not like, where's the projector? There's no like, you know, no, no one's incredulous about this. They're just like, this guy can work his fingers. You are good at your craft, Mr. Yeah. Clown. And then he swallows them whole with the dinosaur yeah, part, and then puts them in the bag. I yeah, thought the cool. shadow puppet dinosaur eats this group of people. And yeah. that's when like, they're like, we got to run this clown over. And they try to Fails do that. miserably. Again, all the, all the deaths. I mean, I didn't care for the, the blatant slapsticky like presentation of it, but. All the, the kills were amazing. I'm glad we got every one of them. There's three scenes in particular that I think were actually kind of creepy. There's a scene early on where the clown is on the road and just sits up very quietly and very quickly. Oh, that was staring like, at the that's camera. a Michael Myers moment right, right there. I was like, that's fucking amazing. I thought that scene was fantastic. The clown that goes to the Big Top Burger restaurant and is trying to lure the little girl out of the restaurant. <laughs> oh, I have a, I have a that note. That one is creepy. I have a note. Little my, pedo. Like, why don't you have a seat yeah. over there? I was like, this girl's about to get gacied straight up. That's yeah. all it says. Yeah, so the clown is just wa- wagging his finger. He's outside the restaurant and the little girl's like, oh, hi, Mr. Clown. And he's got a giant red mallet behind <laughs> his back. Like the size of the child. Like he would smash her into, he would Gallagher that kid. Yeah, that scene was pretty pretty uh, creepy to me. Yeah, that would not have worked with me as a child though, because I fucking hate clowns. So I'd have been and, like, "No, nah, I'm good, thanks." And though. the music, well, she was making like weird peekaboo eyes at this random clown outside. I was like, I know kids are kind of innocent, but at the same time, it's like, no. Like she started making those eyes, and I was like, someone needs to watch this kid. Wait, well, do not let this kid go outside by himself. Also, no adult. No, she's not. She's shoving her face full of food, talking to her yeah. like sister or friend or whatever. And no adult in that restaurant acknowledges the existence of the clown outside, other than the child. True. So that was the one problem. And with when that we scene, say clown but... outside, we're talking like six foot nine size clown. This is a huge fucking clown. Yeah. yeah. Even the mom doesn't really reference the clown. No, they just kind of like, oh, yeah, she's back in here. You're not going outside until you eat your dinner. Door, and yeah. it's like, what, two feet away from him? Yeah. And then she's like, back here, young lady. You're not going anywhere till you finish your food. Come back inside. And it's like, you'll look yeah. up. She actually wasn't like, don't go play with that clown. She says, go <laughs> eat your dinner. Then you can go play with the clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, that little girl's going to get gacied, and that's unfortunate. So. But. There's, an, there's another cut of the film where the clown just patiently waits outside for her to finish her food. That's it. And then she gets clubbed with a mouth. Because then the mom Are has nothing serious? to say. No. Oh, God. I was like, where is this deleted scene? That is creepy but it as been. hell. Yeah, um, and then of course, um, towards the end of the film, John kind of touched on this. The, the officer Mooney thinks he's being pranked um, <laughs> by the ice cream Terenzi brothers. We yeah. haven't mentioned them yet. Like the, they're like the Terenzi brothers got the whole town in on this. Like what? The Terenzi brothers are friends of Mike um, from the beginning, who's romantically involved with Debbie, and they are always coming up with schemes and adventures. And their current one is to be ice cream men because women want ice cream. And so they have this giant like ice cream truck with a huge giant clown head on it and a microphone that's connected to it. 
and they are just like, hey, ladies, come out and get your big stick licked or something. It's like they're, they're being real disgusting yeah. about it. Yeah, they like, drive the first introduction, they just drive it up to lookout point and ruin it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they cock block everybody, yeah, with, everybody with one megaphone. <laughs> and they get pelted with beer cans. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Littering. Which Way weren't generic beer cans like the generic beer can yeah. that Mike had in the beginning. Good catch. Continuity issue right there. Boom. Um, Get it together, clowns. Maybe they had beer sponsors at that point. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Terenzi brothers. They're I don't so think they're funny. They no. serve no purpose, and they're there strictly for slapstick. I think those were friends of somebody who got written into a movie. The Kyoto brothers said that he he knew and was friends with the Terenzi brothers. There you go. Okay. So they're okay. buddies of his. But yeah, I don't think... They don't age particularly well. I don't no. think they were funny, but... Then they like somehow hook up with the two clown ladies. Yes. So I have a question. When we get to that scene, I have a big question about uh, that. May as well jump to it. Let's go to the police station first. Oh, right, right, right. And yes, then we'll yes. go there. Okay. okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Calm down, John. <laughs> the Terenzi brothers and Mike are going to go warn the town. Stay indoors. There's killer clowns outside. Dave is going to go back and call the state police. Right. Debbie's still at home. Yes. Dave goes back to the police station and right before then, the same creepy clown that was going to try to mallet the girl at the restaurant, he's made his way into Mooney's station the entire time, Mooney was like, this whole town is in on it with the Terenzi brothers trying to prank me about killer clowns. So he's not answering any phone calls. <laughs> the lights are flashing. The phone is ringing off the hook, and he's just smoking a cigar. He's like, not getting the best yeah, of Mooney today. <laughs> yeah, and he starts drinking a little bit, and then he see a clown walk in. I made it through Korea. I can make it through this bullshit. God damn to do. What do we have here? And uh, he puts him in jail. He's so weird about this, though, because all right, he handcuffs him, and then the guy slips out of the handcuffs. He's like, very clever. And then when he's going to jail, his fucking head turns all the way around, and Mooney's like, hmm, some weird chick, get in there. <laughs> well, that's when he starts freaking out a little bit, and that's when Mooney gets knocked out. Yeah, poor Mooney. So when Dave rolls into the station, he's looking around. There's... Uh, clown footprints everywhere <laughs> like i don't know what it, what are those supposed to resemble exactly like just big dance move steps feet. i remember like yeah, a goofy cartoon where it, he was throwing it down looked, it looked steps. like it was supposed to be like like a dance sheet you know yeah and i was like that's weird so i don't know it, it was there for added effect but it this worked. is my favorite part of the movie same officer mooney has now become a hand puppet for the clown in one of the creepiest scenes of the film yeah because like a merry like a vent figure hey Jay. Oh, and Lenny, I saw you with last night. Don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. And then, like, the clown pops his hand out of Mooney's back, and it's all bloody and red, and then Mooney slumps over on the ground dead. Yeah, that was really creepy. Yeah, yeah. that was probably, the like, one legit scare in the film. And yeah. we finally find out how to stop these damn clowns. You got to shoot him in the nose. Shoot him in the nose. It's almost like it was, I don't know, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, shoot him in the nose is a huge flaw. They should have... your nose is huge. You got to armor up that nose. Yeah. You got to keep it hidden. Helmet, bro. If that's if that's your one weakness, because Dave pumps him full of bullets. Oh, he needs like, you know, um, the shredder mask from Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles. There you go. 
Covered it. I just made these clowns invincible. <laughs> Way to go. Now we'll never stop them. But when the clowns die, they spin around in a, in a kind of a glittery tornado and explode into like confetti. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I think that's just a visual choice. choice. There's no deeper meaning there. But as that's going on, the other clowns go to Debbie's house and kidnap her. And they don't turn her into cotton candy. They put her in a giant balloon and then they take her away. And at this point, Dave... Is she the only one that's ballooned in the film? There's other people ballooned in the back of that scene, but that's the only person we see ballooned. And I don't know why. I think another one of my favorite parts is when Debbie was trying to escape her house and she wants to jump out the window and all the clowns are there with like a fucking trampoline. <laughs> oh, the like fire, like, yeah. like jump down. We got you. And she's like, oh, that was funny. Yeah, that was I actually really that funny. Scene a lot. Yeah, it's these guys wrote everything down that a clown has ever done in anything yeah. ever. It's like, how do we write this into the film? And yeah. That's what they did. Um, <laughs> is that what they did? That's what they did. All right, so let's wrap this up. The last, so, the last part of the film, they are now running to the circus top uh, spaceship that is now at the amusement park. At an amusement park, because earlier in the film, like Mike takes uh, Dave out to where the tent was back when he thinks he's gonna get killed on the mountain, and he's like, "The tent was just here. I don't know where it went." So they don't know where the tent goes. Later on, they find out that it's at the the amusement park, the massive amusement park in this <laughs> small college town. Um, so they're heading out it's there. It's pretty because fucked up. What happens to that guard? Yeah, and he gets. <laughs> we'll get to that. So they basically go out to this amusement park. Uh, Debbie's been kidnapped. They've got Debbie on the spaceship in the giant tent, and they're all going to go get her. The clowns show up and pie the security guard with what acidic pies? Yeah, or? it's like, what are you going to do with those pies? Oh yeah, he asked. That's what my are you do with those line. pies, boys. And I was like, what the fuck do you think you're going to do with those pies? They're clowns, you asshole. Yeah, yeah six just... six clowns pile out of a tiny car, and they're all <laughs> holding pies. Like kind of like pointing at the pie, like you're about yeah. to get it. And they acid him down to just like a skeleton. Yeah. Which then of course someone eats and they're like, Oh, I don't think that's a pie. It's like oh, Yeah, they show a skeleton with a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Laying under all this they says it looks like melted ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, the the Terenzi brothers yeah. are like, looks like melted ice cream. Like again, those characters could have been cut from this movie entirely and I would have been like all the happier. But anyway, they go inside the the ship, and it's a matter of them like searching around, trying to find uh, Debbie. They find Debbie in the balloon. They shoot it to open it up. She falls out, and then now it's a race against the clock to get out of this. Um, and this is when the seventy clowns you were talking about show up with billy clubs and baseball bats. Oh, the clowns come out in force they, yeah. at this point because maybe. they hear the gunshot and they're like, "Okay, we got to stop these people." Maybe they've reproduced. Or maybe becoming cotton candied makes you a clown eventually. But they drink it. Oh, yeah, they the drink fat it. one puts a silly straw into it and starts sucking yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe the ones in the balloons become the clowns. Oh, there you go. That's the maybe. difference. Oh, okay. Maybe they need more lady clowns. Yeah. So mm. as they're exploring this place and trying to like find Debbie, the Terenzi brothers fall through a hole into a giant ball pit. Why would that exist? Why would that where, ball pit be there? Because they're clowns, man. It don't have to make sense at this point. <laughs> and there's two. Now, I have a question. Are these legit lady clowns or are these two clowns in drag? It doesn't tell us, but their their breasts blow up like balloons. Yes. And the Terenzi brothers, who clearly desperate as all yeah. get out, are like, yeah, fuck it. Let's they go see for it. this happening and they're like, all right. Also, they're fucking killer clowns. They've seen bro. clowns killing people and they're like, these clowns want to fucking hook up. Yeah. Let's and risk somehow it. they managed to do it. Maybe they're more do suave. Think, do you than think they raw dog that? Oh, 100%. Where are they going to have condoms? And oh. they're not attractive clowns. No. no they look not. just as creepy as the rest of the yeah. clowns, only with titties. Maybe they use the big fake titties. Like, not even attractive yeah. fake titties. No, no. They're, yeah. There are 80s fake titties. <laughs> I mean, there's some really great 80s. Now, anyway, we're not, not going to get on that track. But what I'm saying is, is like 
Why? What about from the standpoint of the clowns? They eat people. Yeah. So why are they going to fuck these people? Also, what about from the standpoint of a movie? Why is this scene in there? (laughs) I think someone designed some lady clowns and was like, we got to find a way to put them in. (sighs) I think some of that 80s cocaine may have been involved, John. Sweet script cocaine. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Anyway, that scene's in there. Um, (laughs) It has nothing to do with anything. Our characters are now kind of running through the gamut with the uh, clowns kind of gotten them all pigeonholed up in the circus tent. Yeah, but it does come back because that's how the... Guess the right. Yeah. But that's whenever Clownzilla shows up. Well, yeah. the, the ship starts to like spin wait, up like it's going to take how off. How did they know? So did the lady clowns tell them about this boss clown or like all the other clowns are no, like I listening? No, I think that just happened. I think they just happened to be where the boss clown like hangs out. So and made a, enough of a racket. Right whenever they were about to get lynched by the clown mob, yeah. the Terenzi brothers blast their ice cream truck through a yeah. wall and then start telling the clowns, I am like the clown god. You yeah. will listen to me. And all the clowns are like, all right. I think it's more of like confusion. Uh, They're like, what is okay, happening? Okay. And that's when Clownzilla drops through the ceiling. Yeah, so is he like the captain of the clown ship? I guess so. Okay. Or is he like the enforcer? He might be the tank. Okay. So now that now there's a giant size clown Godzilla thing. That descends from the ceiling on strings like a puppet, and it's like massive. Yeah. That they have to tend with. And it like throws the ice cream truck across the room, and you think the Terenzi brothers are dead. No such luck. And (laughs) spoilers, they live. Dave decides he's going to distract and allow Mike Tobacco and Debbie to escape, but it gets taken out in the same weak ass way that the other one did. He like Dave takes his badge and pokes it in the nose. It pops like a balloon, and then he explodes. You don't even need a gun, a pin. That's all you need. Like a thumbtack. That's what You'll I'm saying. It's a up. huge vulnerability to these clowns. Yeah. They should really take better care of themselves. It's true. Yeah, just carry a pocket knife. But they've got guns that shoot you from a distance. So getting up on those clowns might yeah, be we've difficult. Got guns but yeah, too. I'm saying, yeah, we could take them out. It's not a problem. This is not a threat, you guys. No, humanity could kill the clowns. Honestly. To be fair, this dumbass town doomed itself by being this Dude, dumb. The sequel is human killer humans from outer space. We invade the clown planet. <laughs> Flip that shit around. We've had enough of your clown <laughs> shit. We're going to fuck show, you up this time. Show you to kill our two cops. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we mention that they use co- co- candy, cotton candy cocoon guns to turn people into cotton candy? Uh, I think we touched on it. It's we, one of the most we, famous. We said they turn the people into yeah. cotton candy cocoons. We didn't say how, but they had guns that spun people around into. It's not a ray gun. It's a cotton candy gun, Mark. Well, there's no like rays. It shoots. It shoots like a beam that looks like a ray gun. But yeah. <laughs> All right, fine, Mr. Technicat. So, Thank you. Okay. So at this point, um, everyone gets out of the ship except for the Terenzi brothers and um, Dave. Dave and the ship's like lifting up in the air, and everyone's like, "Oh no, it's taking off!" And that's when he stabs the the giant clownzilla's nose it explodes it spins up now was that clown a power source for this thing because it blew the entire ship up i think this is one of those situations where we need to wrap this movie up (laughs) okay what if Uh, the ship explodes fucking love it done deal so the ship explodes the giant circus tent ship explodes and then everyone on the ground's like oh no dave the terenzi brother no no one says the terenzi brothers dave (laughs) it's just dave and then they're like well that happened and then from the sky falls a clown car and the Terenzi brothers get out, all covered in like lipstick from making out and getting down with the fucking lady clowns. And then Dave gets out like, whoo, that was a fun adventure. Yeah. It's like a Scooby-Doo ending, man. Oh, it's so They terrible. all laugh and it cuts the credits. Yeah. Like, it. it is a smash. Like it is just like a, a freeze frame and... Dickinson. I wish y'all would have jumped and then it would have thrown <laughs> <laughs> the Vernon well Shirley yeah. style. Yeah. I'll be honest. I wish they had left the ending the same. I think Dave should have died. Yeah. Or the ship could have just left and it would have been ambiguous. Who won? Did anyone win? The clowns are gone. 
but they also I think, killed I think a if bunch Dave of people. got kidnapped with them after destroying that yeah. clown, maybe Dave becomes their ruler. Oh, or it's like ruler of the clowns, like a Rambo situation where Dave then hides in the ship and just fucks him up. <laughs> tracks him down one by one. That's it. He's been living in the vents for like 20 years, <laughs> yes. killing clowns. And that's how, do you that's think how he gets Stallone in here. Do you think this is how really Scott came up with Prometheus? That's oh, exactly. Maybe. Yes. maybe this movie is a direct influence on Prometheus, <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. This movie was rough. It was entertaining. It was enjoyable, but it was rough because the acting was... It was atrocious. It I, was think like, it, I think it's a fun watch, though. I like, said it's yes. almost Birdemic level bad as far as the acting goes. No. I don't think so. Vanessa didn't think so. Vanessa was like, nah. I don't nah, think it's nah. that I bad. Like, I mean, like I said, Dave is decent. Mooney's good. Yeah. Um, He's a Royal, professional actor. There, there are a few people. Yeah, you're right. You're Royal right. Dano is the farmer. He was great. The uh, the very, Birdemic was like man on the street interviews. The, like, yeah. <laughs> the very timid drugstore owner. Uh, yeah, he did a good job. Me, uh, officer, uh, I, uh, uh, I need some help down here, maybe. Uh, it was like, dude, you're a business owner. <laughs> Come on, get it together. He was very cliche, like old, yeah. timid store clerk. Again, to I think point, this is all on purpose. Yeah, I think a lot of this was... of the 50s yeah. type stuff, so... It's a popcorn movie. Yeah. Brainless popcorn movie. I like it a lot. It turns into clowns in your... Inside <laughs> your bathroom yeah. wastebaskets. Recently, there was a killer clown takeover weekend night at uh, at a park where they had all of the original clowns there. They had the Terenzi truck you could walk through, kind of like a haunted house style. Oh, that's thing. cool. The Kyoto brothers have recently been saying that the, the talks about the sequel have been getting stronger recently because of the um, success of It and other oh. clown properties. People are st- thinking maybe they might finally get the chance to do the sequel that they've been waiting oh. to do for how many years? We are think, witnessing the, the beginning of the end, ladies and gentlemen. I just think this of some happens. studio boss like in his giant office or her giant office be like, find some clown shit for me. It just went gold and I want some clown shit in my office by noon. Is this a transition from zombies to clowns? That's Is that going to be the next one? Oh, but, oh, zombie clowns. That's what's coming. I hate oh, you. Oh, God. That's <laughs> it. We're going to start comboing this bullshit. You're probably right. I, I would kind of like to see a sequel. They said they've wanted to do it for 20 years plus. They obviously have some ideas. I'd like to see what they could do. Uh, they I, captured would, lightning. I would like to see. I Honestly, this is, this is hard for me to say. I would like to see a sequel also because, A, with a bigger budget, they could probably do some amazing mm. costumes and masks. Um, with a, I mean, what can you do that would make the original maybe worse than the original story? Nothing. It's going to be more. Balls <laughs> Y'all are to the underestimating wall. Hollywood, man. <laughs> I would love that the Terenzi brothers are like Wall Street execs now. They're just they got their shit together, you know, and it's like. Well, they they still run the the special effects studio. They do work anytime that the Simpsons needed a claymated segment, they made those. That's oh, nice. cool. Um, they did say that if they do get to make the sequel, it's going to be all practical again. They're not going to go. It's going to be clown rubber masks and all of that's it. cool. So I just don't trust Hollywood to put out anything this creative because they're going to ruin it, right? I think this happened. Says the man who supports the company that's made the Nun and Annabelle sure, too. And, but I acknowledge no, I would, those are I would much rather have more killer clown type movies than more Annabelle right. Nun movies. You think that until. So they make it, and then everyone's going to be on this podcast whining that they ruined Killer Clowns. Mark no, my yeah, words. I don't, think, I don't think you could ruin Killer. That, that's never, I won't say that. I'm not. I'm not certain that this brand has ascended to the level of "You ruined my childhood" with a bad sequel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll I, have to see I'll that. have just seen everyone cry on YouTube about everything that has ever ever been made. People will complain. Tune into the uh, the Grave Talk YouTube channel where John will be crying about some things that were ever made. <laughs> no, that my next Grave Talk will be a positive one. It's all about how awesome certain things are. Well, 
You guys sound like we'd recommend it across the board. Yes. I would recommend this. I would also set expectations properly. Oh. I would just be like, I'm like, yo, this is a bad movie that you're going to love. Like we said, this is a schlocky film with yes. some very good creature design, and it leans heavily into the clown motifs, and I think it does mostly successful job at it. I would love to Agreed. see them make some new clowns, man. That's why I want to see a sequel. Look, look what they did with Puppet cool. Master. Just throwing that out there. I love what they did with Puppet there's, Master. Okay, there's 12 of those, and there's only <laughs> one Killer Clowns. I think we got a little time before they run it out of steam. All right, all I right. I love what they... Puppet Master, Littlest Reich, fucking amazing. It's a good film. All right. Film. Ooh, <laughs> it's a good movie, maybe. <laughs> it's a motion picture. It's got 24 frames per second. I'll give it that. Isn't that the minimum <laughs> requirement? We're going to have film? to see what Cuddly Bear has to say about this. That's anyway. true. Anything else on this? Nope. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.